Hey, comrades, it's time for the Ignorance Manifesto. Wait, 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 wait. what are you doing? I'm starting, are you doing? I'm starting the show. This isn't how it goes. You know that I'm the one who generally starts the show. Well, I thought we could change it this time. Well, why didn't you address it with me first? We could Hello, comrades, and welcome to the Ignorance Manifesto. This is Mark the Bear here. And Ryan the Raccoon. And together, we are your humble podcast hosts. So, without further ado, or with further ado, fuck, let's get right into it. Let's get into this shit. So, how was your week, Ryan? It was good. I actually can't complain. It was very good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because if you ask me how my week was, I know you're not going to fucking ask me, but... How was your week? Jesus Christ, <laughs> what a goddamn week it was. Uh, no, just so, so busy with work. I mean, work is... Oh, it's really driving me crazy. Remind us what you do for work, Mark. Oh, no, I don't want to even talk about what I do for work. I Okay, just to keep it simple. I, I work on computers all day and, you know, the internals and stuff. Not physically, but, you know, from a software side of things think silicon valley yeah 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 okay so with with that there's just been so much that's going on we're working on this huge project and it's i don't even know what to say it's like herding cats you know like it's like, <laughs> like we're trying to i i don't know what's going on and yet i'm being asked of all these things like as if I, as if i'm the expert of on some of the stuff and whatever whatever it's just it's, it's driving me nuts and uh, I'm a little bit overworked. I fortunately I get to work from home, although maybe it's not so fortunate because you don't get to disconnect as we probably talked about before. But this week I have not logged off before 6 p.m. minus Friday, but generally it's been like 7 or 8 p.m. at night. You hitting like 10 hour work shifts with yeah, it's it's sure it's feel it, because I I even work through my lunches. I mean technically. I'll take a break for lunch, you know, I'll bring I'll bring my food up to to my desk and you know, watch a 10-minute YouTube video and then once I'm done eating, it's like right back to it, right? So uh, yeah, I, I kind I basically worked through that. Or actually one day I went to Wendy's, got a got some, you know, a little baconator meal. It Shout was like, out Wall Street bets. It was like, <laughs> it was like 11:30 in the morning whenever I went cuz I said fuck, I'll get back and it'll be about 12. No. As soon as I got back, there were things waiting for me. Then there was a meeting that I had unaccounted for that was like at one. I basically didn't eat this burger until it was cold at about two two thirty in the afternoon. And uh, so whatever, it's just it's just been a crazy crazy work week. I, I heard a a very funny quote actually during one of the meetings. Like, well, if it's something we don't know about, then it's not an issue, right? And it's like, well. Technically, that's a true statement. Like, if you don't know about it, it's not an issue yet until it comes <laughs> up, right? Until somebody finds it. So, oh, whatever. It's just, it's it's been wild, but I think things are going to get a little bit better soon. I hope. Maybe it's a false hope, but I don't know. Just work in general has been, oh, it's been really exhausting. Thoughts and prayers. So oh, well, thank way. you. Thank you. Well, fuck, dude. I can't relate because I'm unemployed as shit. That's right. You are unemployed. <laughs> yeah. 
but for good reason. For good reason. Yes. 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 Um, I will say I have been doing Duolingo Spanish things. What would you call them? Courses through the app. So I've been practicing my Spanish. Nice. That's going pretty well, I'd say. I do that in the morning. So I do that for about an hour, an hour and a half. And then I get out of bed. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're doing that while you're in bed? I'm doing that in bed with coffee. All right. Um, I got a physical. Uh, I'm still waiting on my blood results. So that'll let me know whether or not I can like keep hitting the liquor. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, I had three good customer service experiences the same day. Oh, you're, oh, and you're saying from a consumer perspective, right? Like yes, you yes. as okay. So, okay, so the first thing I I called to make an appointment to get a physical. Come to find out, they had availabilities the same day. Nice. And the lady I spoke to, she was so nice and so helpful and very pleasant on the phone. That was that was great. She said that we have availabilities today. So I was like, oh, well, fuck. Uh, I'm not doing anything today. Let's get it done. Cool. So that worked out perfectly. I went to the UH Student Health Center to get my physical. The nurse that helped me was a delight. She was so nice. All right. Um, so pleasant. Uh, she made like perfect conversation. You know, she took my vitals, my blood pressure. She said my blood pressure was good, so I'm happy with that. So it means uh, more burgers and pizza to come. Great. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> I was thinking I'd wait for the blood results. But uh, so, yeah, she, she was great. She did my eye exam as well. She left. Doctor came in. Yeah, he was whatever. As doctors are. Yeah. So then I leave. I go home. And I need to take care of the parking situation for the university. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, because I purchased a stadium parking pass, I get a motorcycle parking pass for free. Oh, so is that like two separate parking passes? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So friggin' awesome. Um, I log into the university student access portal. I go through to make the transaction to get the motorcycle parking pass. However, it showed that I owed $90. That's how much the parking pass costs. And per semester or year? Um, that's for the year. Oh, that's damn good, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. The stadium parking pass was absurd. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know how much? Five, 500. 700. No, yeah. seven? <laughs> Holy shit. $700. Fuck. What's that for, like eight full months? That's for a year. Well, wait, is it like a full calendar year or like a school year? You know, like this semester and that semester. Um, I'd say a full calendar year. Like, oh, I, don't, okay. I don't do, yeah, there's no breaks in between. So, well, that's like what fifty. Fuck math. It's a, it's over fifty and under sixty dollars a month, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's expensive. That was the the stadium pass. The motorcycle pass is way cheaper, and I got mine for free. Um, like I said, I was going through the transaction process, and I, I noticed that it was still asking for $90. So I was like, oh, shit, well, I don't want to pay for it. I call up the I call up the parking people through the university, and the lady I spoke with there was a delight and extremely helpful. She knew exactly what my problem was. She was like, 
Ah, uh, yes, you're going to see the $90 charge on your student account. However, on our end, we're going to see that and nullify it or, you know, make it go to zero. Yeah, okay. And so so they take care of it on their end. And uh, perfect. Great. You answered my question. That's exactly what I wanted to know. I made the I made the the purchase, whatever, and I you know I got my parking pass. Everything's good. I'm all set, and I dealt with three beautiful, delightful people <laughs> in a row. That almost never happens. Normally, Damn. I, you know, I get somebody that's you know in a bitchy mood, or that they don't know what they're talking about. Or yeah, just they want to like <laughs> throw me to some some other department. That's right, right. It's, like, well, it's not my problem. Like I'm gonna. Transfer this over to Tim because fuck Tim. <laughs> yeah, like I I know what you mean. Like you recall somebody and they're like, look, this is all I want. And then they start walking you through some other bullshit, like down this other rabbit hole. It's like, no, 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 not all that. This is the only thing. <laughs> yeah, but we can't do that here. We'll we'll transfer you to the other department who then all of a sudden you have to re-explain the entire problem right uh, back to them. But no. yes, no, I know. So that's crazy. Like three for three, huh? Yeah. Of great experiences yes. with customer service. That's pretty, pretty and rare. Even, and uh, I was especially surprised by the uh, the parking people because they have a bad reputation, like on campus, about being like very unhelpful and rude. How do you know they have a bad reputation? Reddit, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at, at least you said Reddit, not like Yelp or something, because that's another thing. Is like whenever you hear about a bad experience. You're, you're going to hear more often than not about the bad experiences than the good experiences, yes. right? Yeah. You know, if, if you have a good experience. So, for example, you just explained how you just had three great experiences. Did you post on Reddit and say, yo, guys, I went out to the university and the parking people, their customer <laughs> service was top notch. You're just talking about it here, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. see, that's the thing. We we don't necessarily report back on on ratings or, you know, like we don't review when we have a great experience because that's what we expect to have, right? Like that's kind of the expectation that we all have. Yes. In the past, I did make a Yelp account so I could leave a bad review. I know. Yeah. That's exactly the only reason I made one too is <laughs> <laughs> because I had such a shitty experience at one restaurant. I remember, and I still remember to this day, I was so pissed off. <laughs> I, yes, I'm, I'm not going to get into deep or at least not yet. I'm not going to get into details, but I created a fucking Yelp account specifically to explain how bad of a shitty service I had at this one place that I'm not going to name on here. We don't want to shit. I don't actually, I don't think the restaurant exists anymore. So fuck them. Fuck them. Right. Like, yeah, but still I'm not, I wouldn't name them even if I remember the name, which I think I remember the name, but for anybody listening, you will learn to know Mark. It would take a lot to (laughs) piss off Mark enough to where he would make a Yelp account and leave a goddamn review. It's true. It's mostly true. I mean, Mark you know, is a very patient person. <sighs> you know, so looking back at it, maybe it was the circumstances because I had to meet somebody later that night and it took well over an hour and there was like zero people in the restaurant. And then the food and then the food was bad. Like it was cold. So I was like, was this ready this whole time and I just didn't get it on my fucking table <laughs> until like 30 minutes after it was done? Like, what the hell? So it was it it, it was a compounding effect. So, yes, that 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 was a it's whatever. It's an outlier. It's true. Generally, I could just sit there and be like, no problem. But that was a very specific, not <laughs> great experience that I had. You know, generally speaking, 
I feel like customer service overall has declined. From what I remember as a kid, and maybe I'm misremembering how many years ago, how fuck old am I? You know, like <laughs> 20 plus years ago as a, as a child going to places like, you know, Chili's, Olive Garden, um, TGI Fridays. Sure. You know, um, I remember those places being not bad in terms of, well, in terms of quality of food and quality of wait staff. Well, hold on now. As a kid, did you even care? Like, is quality of food actually right, a thing right. when you're a kid? Like, fucking Kraft <laughs> macaroni and cheese was like, the bomb like that shit was great <laughs> it was heaven i mean yeah my shit was like 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 most kids right you get you your chicky nuggies and you get your gravy dipping sauce if you're lucky you get your gravy dipping sauce um if i go to olive garden i, w- I would just get like chicken alfredo chicken alfredo fettuccine pasta yeah as know? a kid yeah oh shit i don't know what i ever never mind i don't know but you know very straightforward dishes as a kid yeah as a kid, you're not fucking analyzing like, uh, oh, I, I, I taste hints of, you know, X, Y, Z. And, you know, like, no, you're not doing it like that. There's too much salt in here. Like, <laughs> no, nah, as a kid, you probably enjoyed the fuck out of it. Fuck yeah. As a kid, I enjoyed the fuck out of like putting sugar in my cereal. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. On Frosted Flakes too, right? Like they're already, <laughs> they're already well, packed with sugar. Well, so then you just coat it on there and then you pour the milk, but just enough so it doesn't run to the bottom of the bowl. So it could stay on the flakes. Damn, you went ham. Man, Whoa. yeah, hell yeah. You, you, I put sugar in my crispy, what are they called? The the crispy rice? Rice crispy. Rice Krispies. Yeah. I put sugar in that, and I put sugar on my bran flakes. I liked well, bran flakes as a kid. I don't know why. Well, yeah, well, both of those needed sugar. They both had no sugar in them. Rice Krispies doesn't have any sugar. But I probably them. put too much. Well, yeah. It's just as bad as me putting sugar on Frosted Flakes already. <laughs> Yeah, no, you see, you, you could see the sugar just turning into like this gray matter on the flakes, and you're just like, yes, and just melts in your mouth. But still, back to the customer service experience, you as a kid didn't care if the wait staff took a while because you were probably, and I'm assuming here, but you were probably preoccupied with a lot of other things, crowns and the right, the yeah, coloring like, sheet that they give you. Yeah. They could do, yeah, those, and and I was thinking maybe I'm just. A little older or dated, I don't know, but like arcades or something like they might have the machine at, down at, at the end of the, you know, at the on the other side of the restaurant where you can play Pac-Man or something. I mean, if you're at a CC's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so CC's, yeah, the CC still does, do they? I haven't been there in so long, but they do have the arcades, but other places generally did too. Like there was a pizza inn that I used to go to and that had, it was, it was just like CC's, it was pizza buffet. So pre CCs, and I don't even know if they exist anymore, but they had the Pac-Man slash Galaga like top down arcade. They even had a jukebox in there like it was some fucking club or something <laughs> like, you know, and you cycle through the pages or whatever. So there was enough to keep you distracted. Now, granted, that place was. Did they have a wait staff, though? I'm sure they did probably for drinks. I never. But as a kid, I would have never cared or noticed. Yeah. You know, like I. I. I never felt like I was waiting for food or ever had any reason to complain for not having my food yet. I guess unless I was really hungry, but I feel like there were so many other distractions around me. And this is pre, you know, smartphones and shit. But, you know, there were so many other distractions that I didn't even care to eat. In fact, I feel like it's more that my parents would have to call me 
to say, hey, you need to eat this instead of doing whatever the fuck you're doing. That's just, I don't know. This is like vague memories that I have. Like, I feel like I was, you know, running around causing, like running amok and probably causing trouble for all the other patrons in the restaurant. (laughs) Maybe what I mean is the overall quality of how they present their dishes, maybe. So I'm specifically talking about chilies now. Okay. So chilies. Um, Would you have noticed that as a kid, though? Yeah. Really? Well, I I remember things from when I was a kid. Like, do you remember a poor presentation of food on a plate as a kid? Poor pre- well, no, like- no, not 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 like that, but <laughs> just like just how it looked, as in the components that they use. And I'll explain. I'll explain. All right. So, back in the old days, um, when you get a basket of let's say they're southwestern egg rolls, bomb as fuck. Uh, southwestern egg rolls they would come with three dipping sauces and they would come in like this little porcelain bowl all right you know, like these tiny little these little things you, you'd put like you'd fill it with ketchup point is that they were just like a a porcelain plate material so it was hard right so they would put that in the middle and they'd put like a bed of lettuce all around and then they would they would align the egg rolls in a circle all right. And they would present it that way. They don't do that anymore. Now, if they do give you lettuce, it's like a tiny amount and it's usually like kind of browning. Oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they for they have foregone. They no longer use those those little porcelain bowls for the dipping sauce. Now they just use like, you know, plastic, plastic cups. little plastic little cups. All right. You know, it's it's subtle things like that that make a big difference when you see that on your plate it looks second class you know oh my god as, why <laughs> as something as simple as changing out those dipping sauces into like an actual fucking porcelain plate that's you know hard and firm and is not to be thrown away but to be washed right yeah you know, that may that changes the dynamic of the plate and the restaurant that you're sitting in on top of how clean your restaurant is you know, do you do you walk into the bathroom and a fucking urinal is like out of order? I feel like I see that <laughs> more than half of the times I go to these places. Oh man! But you, so you you notice the difference growing up versus now? Like those are these are the differences that you are. These aware are the differences of? that yes, I've become aware of, and it's it's the subtle things like that 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 bother me so. I don't know why they bother me so much, but they they do but <laughs> they do bother me. Like, That's interesting because like I I know what you're talking about, and I feel like I am aware of that too. Like I, I how things have cheapened down, right? Yes. Um, but it doesn't bother me really that much, other than probably like it's like, well, why are you using these plastic disposables when you could have just used the same ones you used before and washed them, you know, and whatever. Like I would think that saves you money, but who knows and who cares? I don't know. I never let it bother me, but maybe I just haven't thought about it too much. Like they have managers, right? They're getting a manager's salary. Is that not good? Like, is it not enough for a manager to take pride in his or her job? Are they not getting paid enough to take pride in their work? Well, but is it the manager's responsibility to define what type of like, uh, well, I guess by present, like the presentation of food or whatever, maybe, but, 
what if whoever is the one who made the decision said, hey, it's actually cheaper if we go this route and it's more sanitary because now we don't have to wash dishes so we could use these disposable plastic cups and whatever like can they so would that be a manager's decision or would that be like the owner of the franchise i don't know that's yeah. that, that, that's what i that's what i wasn't sure of maybe that's just what i was thinking maybe the owner says hey we have cost savings over the next you know in in in, in a month's worth of of service we can have cost savings of a few hundred dollars if we do this versus that a simple change one that no one should notice except for ryan the raccoon <laughs> He he'll be the only one who do, who notices this and and might complain, but otherwise we we end up uh, saving a few hundred dollars a month, which in a year ends up being a couple thousand dollars and whatever. So whoever made that decision made that decision, and so be it. I would think it's going to be for cost savings. I don't think it would be for presentation, because then you have your higher class restaurants who won't do that at all. They will charge the price into the price of your plate. Right. Yes. Like that's that's where you're going to get that experience. And, you know, I guess. Chili's and T- TGI Fridays, they're, they're not they're not your high end places. Right. Like that's, that's well, your... definitely not anymore. <laughs> well, it wasn't before. I mean, it, now that's a matter of perspective. Look now. OK, <laughs> back then. And I'm talking like 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. OK. Um. I, I do not think that those places were seen as lower status or lower quality restaurant. Venues. I don't think they look they're or, looked upon like that now. Even they're like middle of the road, are they not? I mean, they're <laughs> a small step above fast food. Like oh at this my point god, for it's me. <laughs> a small step above a fast small food. Step. So it's your sit-in fast food restaurant? Yes. That's it, what those. That's what it is. I mean, sometimes it's not fast, but it is a sit-in <laughs> place. At least you can get alcohol there. Right. And they usually have some decent drink specials. Well, now as an adult, but as a kid, you didn't care that about that. But as a kid, you could tell the difference between we, we're getting McDonald's tonight or we're going to Chili's tonight, right? Right. So it may have just <laughs> been my retarded like kid taste buds, you know, not picking up on... Again, it's not like I'm I'm eating a, I don't know something complex. Filet mignon. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not tasting their fajita plate, and I'm I'm tasting sampling all the flavors of like the grilled onions and bell peppers that are come with the. You no, know, I'm not doing that. I'm just. But you might have like their baby back ribs or their true yes or their uh, was it like whiskey bourbon burgers or that's what i'm thinking of i will say their baby back ribs have been rather consistent right yeah Yeah, okay so So like the things that they're known for for sure they're not fast food quality i would just like people to take pride in their work overall no matter what it is you do and i think uh i think louis ck touches on this no matter what whatever it is that you do just do it well oh yeah, 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 yeah yeah there is a higher entity paying you to do a job don't be a dick Look, for for 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, and 20-year-olds, like you're naturally a dick because that's just that is the nature of a teenager. Right. A, a, you know, a young adult. I understand the struggle for retail employees. The one thing I did not do as a as a young adult is I did not um do any type of food service. Okay. So I didn't have any type of job like that, but I I, I worked in retail a lot and I understand the struggle. It's it's the people you could come in having a great day, everything's going great, but you have one dickhead for a customer, and that that will ruin your entire shift. 
that will change the entire tone of the remainder of your shift. And do you think so? Do you think that behavior, like from the customer's perspective, as in coming in, being a dick, and well, let's elaborate on that. So when they're being a dick, basically, what is it like that they're they 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 feel that they deserve something that they or they're gonna put up a fight on something like what or it's 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 something like buying something from the sales section per the policy when you buy from the sales section it is a final sale oh you know so (laughs) try tell try saying that to an entitled ass asshole okay yeah and uh yeah see what the result is Always, they're going to complain about. Oh, I wasn't fucking told about that. Uh, I, they didn't tell me when I bought it, which is a lie. It's <laughs> if you if anybody works in retail, you know that when something is a final sale, or when you work at the cash wrap, you repeat the terms of your return policy. It is something that you fucking repeat like it's clockwork. You know the shit. Like you have a, a, a script basically that you repeat to people. So they're aware. It's just you know they they want to be assholes about it, and they 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 want their money back. You know? Yeah, yeah. So do you think that that perspective, like from the customer's point of view, you said when you were working in retail, you ran into that a lot for sure, right? Yeah. Do you think it's worse now? Better, I doubt, or the same? Like, do you think that that's that has evolved in any way in the retail world? Man, it's or- hard to say. Now, in the context of 2020, 2021, because, (laughs) well, well, because retail shops have dwindled so much. Right. Yeah, that's Um, true. And so I think there's now a a kind of, what would you say, maybe like a, a kind of urgency for somebody that even holds a position in a retail store in like a, let's say a mall, a galleria. Yeah. Um. You know, they probably have way fewer hours than they used to. Well, okay, so so and and this is all. So maybe of- I would I would think maybe people would be more pleasant now to compensate for that uncertainty of their job security. Okay, and you're saying that now because of just the just nature because, of what we're going through yeah. in the last. Okay, so how about like three years ago? Awful. Awful. awful, absolutely awful. Yeah. So compared to when you worked in retail versus like three years ago, pre-pandemic bullshit, yeah, abs- dude, it just got a ton I may worse. as well. I may as well been an untouchable from India. Like <laughs> what? People like would treat me like dirt. Fucking awful. Wait, so it. you're saying? It. Just to be clear, you're saying that it's a lot worse now, or it was a lot worse three years ago than it was. Uh, what? Let's see. Fifteen. Well, how, how long? How long ago was it when you were working? Uh. I finally quit retail in 2015. So I worked retail from 2009 to 2015, basically. Okay. So within that within that time frame, it was friggin' awful. And it wasn't so bad when I started, but as we got into like 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, that shit sucked. Every new year, it just got it worse just got and worse. worse. Kept getting worse. Yeah. So why is that? Why are people feel like that they could work the you know the store or the system or however you want to put it shit dude i i <laughs> what happened uh the recession <laughs> the recession of 2008 <laughs> like people uh well we if, had 
Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe people had less money and like they were on edge, like they're stressed out and, and you know, they got to take it out on somebody. If it's not their wife or husband, you know, they're going to go to a, a shop and take it out on, on poor, poor retail workers. So not only take it out, but also take advantage of, right? I mean, because that's essentially what, when you're running into these crappy experiences, it's because they're trying to, like you said earlier, the sale was final, but now you got this customer who says, no, fuck that. No one told me that. Like, and they're going to raise a riot. But you, you think it was like, you think the recession had something to do with that? I mean, I, I mean, it may be like a small piece. But no, why would it have gotten worse after you started? You said you started in like 2009, which was right after everything kind of went kaput, right? I think things were like the worst, probably 2010, 11. Okay, like, uh, but your but, like, experience starting like in two thousand eight nine. But your experience got worse even after that, right? Yeah. That's so true. people held on to that. I don't know entitlement, if you want to call it that, like the this ability to always, you know, because there's this. I guess there's this phrase that I don't know where it started, or but I know I've heard it that the customer's always right. Fuck that phrase. Right. <laughs> Fuck that phrase forever. So. First, yeah, we're, we're, I've, I have no idea where the hell that came from, but I'm aware of that and I've heard that. So is the blame really on the people, like you're uh, on the customers for having this sentiment? Or could it be the other way? Whereas like the company and, and, and maybe it's like a general sentiment that happened across businesses, but it was, uh, hey, you know what? No matter what, the customer is right. We are here to please the customer, giving them the best experience. And is that the reason why society as consumers that we are kind of jumped on that because they started seeing that, oh, well, now I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it really is all of the above. It's it's a little bit of everything. There's nothing worse than dealing with a very upset customer and then have management not be, you know, not have your back. Right. Yeah. Um a lot of the times it's easier to fold to the customer's wants and needs than to help your employee, I guess. You know, if a customer is calling an employee like disrespectful names and management takes over and they just end up giving what her what she I say her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> giving her what she wants. So just so she'll leave, you know, like that sucks. Well, it definitely sucks for the employee. Oh, and even for the company too. But and look, everybody and lost on that except for that. Well, the customer wins. Well, yeah, the customer won. Now the customer knows that if I act in this manner, I get what I want because people look. Most people don't like confrontation. Yeah, and there are people out there that will take advantage of that by being purposefully confrontational. They know that most people get uncomfortable when somebody's speaking to them like being very blunt direct hostile people get uncomfortable with that i did for a long time yeah until i i, I learned to deal with it and yeah people people will prey on that now i think a lot of the things that that bother me about like i guess social temperament of people in general right uh -huh. um it does have to do with the store itself so i don't think people are gonna like you know, pop off in a in a store like Build a Bear, right? You may have a, a rare customer, like you don't think I, so. I, I don't know. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be rare. You know, like I I don't. You think so? I don't know. I don't like think people are gonna be melting down in Build a Bear. You know, like. <laughs> 
I don't know. I feel like that's a very that, that that's like a ripe spot for like shit to happen. I know <laughs> that it's still like, you know, families, right? Like parents with their kids, most like obviously or generally, yes. I don't know. I'd go in as an adult maybe and build my own bear, right? Because I'm Mark the But uh <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. But do, do you not think that it's not a ripe spot where parents could like start flipping out because the kid wants something and it's it all of a sudden it's like gonna cost the bear like 120 dollars or something and they argue with build a bear workshop employees I don't your know, kid slapped my kid's bear out of his hand i want you to apologize well no I, not like that but man shit i don't know look i mean as long as the public exists there's gonna be instances of meltdowns and confrontations and because people are dicks people are assholes right uh, however i think that at least god i want to believe it, at least build a bear you know, there's going to be fewer altercations. I just think, I don't know, the Disney store at, at a mall. You know, I, I don't think you're going to have like a, some ratchet people cussing at employees at, <laughs> at that store, you know, yeah. like using uh, just foul derogatory language. Sure. I, I, I don't I think that's going to happen less. less OK, often. OK, OK, OK. Let's... So that being said, in 2009 through 2011, I worked at a clothing store called Urban Outfitters. Uh huh. Now, the clientele that I dealt with there was, you know, traditional hipsters. You know, they had some good stuff during that time. But think about the age groups, 14 years old to 25. That was kind of like the target demographic. Right. You know, okay. 14 and 25 around there. And so when you get the younger crowd in, they come with their parents. All right. And that clo- those clothes were on the more expensive side. At the time. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of wealthy, uh, wealthy parents. All right. And um, when you have wealthy parents, you tend to have douchey or snobby kids. Sure. So you can imagine the type of interactions that that group would have. I'd also get the very wealthy from Mexico. And they were a very special annoying kind of Oh, annoying. wow, really? Yeah. So no other group did this. It was solely the rich Mexicans. They would come in and they would have like 30 items. All right. They would go into a fitting room and they, you know, they do their thing. They try on whatever. And then they leave and they leave everything in a fucking mess. <laughs> and the, the jeans that they try on would be inside out. Oh no! Like like they would take off their 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 pants like just as is. They were trying on t- tight jeans and they just like yeah they just rolled them out Ro- rolled them off yeah. <laughs> so and just left them there on the floor on the floor really on, on the chair wow. just in piles like tangled up within the hangers like they were the only ones that did that. I mean I'm exaggerating. Of course there was a few you know preppy white girls that did it, but nothing to that caliber but for the for the rich uh mexicans 100 percent of the time that is what they did interesting could that be like a culture thing though maybe maybe yeah i don't know i have no idea i figured maybe that's like a what would that imply that they have maids or something that would or they have at least have parents that would pick up after them do their laundry fold their clothes or or if if stores in mexico are more like the stores themselves have the, like they, the they cater more to them like yeah or no kind of like uh what am i thinking like 
in a restaurant, you have like busboys that all they do is do the dishes and like, or they pick up tables, right? Clean up tables. We oh, don't really so have like, that. Oh, okay. okay I you see what, what you're saying. So like, there's like, the, there's not a, a designated person that would handle though that, that specific task after them. If they had that in Mexico, it makes, I guess that behavior makes sense. Yeah. Like the clothes bus boy yeah. who, who is their sole responsibility is to pick up after. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm making this up cause I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. Just a possibility. I don't know. But I mean, that was, Hey, that, that was a quirk that I observed and it was very real and it was very annoying. So then you have the people that come in to steal. Ugh. And this is where things get really uncomfortable because the entire time that you're trying to make sure that nobody's stealing, you have to not racially profile. Ugh. And it gets difficult. So, yeah, I know where you're fucking about to go. But um, so how did you handle that? <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. There was a position at Urban Outfitters called the greeter. So you would be stationed up front. You would greet everybody that came in, and then you would say goodbye to everybody that left. All right. Um, Your job was to profile? <laughs> Is it? Uh, no. Uh, but, okay, so. Unofficially? You also have to stop people when the alarm system goes off. All right. And you have to corral them back in and have people go through. So it could be it could be something like five different people walk out at the same time. Oh, door buzzes. Yes. Now you have to be that confrontational person. Remember how I said earlier, people don't like to be confrontational. Most people hated the greeter position because you had to do that when the door goes off. It's very uncomfortable. So why are there five people walking out at the same time? Is it because they're working in a group? Or well, I mean, because it's not like customers. that much traffic, is there? And I don't know. I no, remember. Dude, urban... it get, no, it got really busy. Oh, a sure. lot of okay, the time. okay, okay. Yeah. So it could be something like five people exit at the same time. Door goes off. The buzzer goes off. You have to project your voice, get everybody's attention, have them all come back in, and have them go through one by one to isolate where it came from. <laughs> yeah. And um, I gotta tell you. If people stole, they'll get very agitated with you and they will be very quick to pull out the race card if the person is not white. Ugh. And then, so how do you handle that? Okay, so person goes through one by one. We isolate. We find the one person that um, is causing the door to be triggered. So then we have to approach and be like, oh, uh, sorry about that. You always have to fucking apologize. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> If they if they bought something and they have an Urban Outfitters bag, would be like, perhaps we left a sensor on one of your clothing. Right. Uh, do you mind? Maybe we can go through each one and double check to make sure that uh, nothing was left on. Because a lot of the times we had uh, sticker sensors on things like socks and stuff like underwear. Yeah. You know things that. Or that. Uh, ma do y'all have that magnetic um, clip that you have to? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was the main. That, yeah, that was yeah. the main one. Okay. It's like a, a piece of plastic with right. whatever magnet in it that sets the alarm off. That's punctured through like the seam of the clothes. I've actually walked out and not got buzzed and had that on a piece of clothing before at a store, and it sucks. Like it's inconvenient. Yeah. Because you got to go back and get it, or unless 
you know, I guess now, I guess I could have Googled it. Maybe you could do it an easier way. But I would think if you're, well, then again, if you're the robber, you don't care. <laughs> like, you don't want to. Get... If you're smart, you just keep walking. Okay. Yeah. Um, But if you, if, if you're dumb, you stop and turn around and you deal with the, you know, the greeter. Um, so my, what my trick was, yeah, if they had an Urban Outfitters bag, like they bought something, I would take the bag from them and I would swing it through the, uh, uh, through the doors. If yeah. that didn't go off, I was like, oh, that's weird. Can you walk through for me? Yeah. And so like they would walk through, you know, if they set the alarm off. Now they're like, ooh. This right? is, man, that's like, oh, that feels so awkward. Like, just hearing this is like, oh, man. And then? It sucks, dude. <laughs> um, so so then you got to be like, oh, well, maybe like maybe it's coming from your purse. A lot of the times, you know, phones may set it off or like Bullshit. if you. you yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just got to you just got to like throw shit out there. You oh, know, like, my God. That's uh, terrible. You, or, you know, maybe you have. um a magnetic strip on some makeup that you have purchased recently. You gotta, you gotta make shit up, you know? So they'll run their purse, you know, fling it through the, uh, the doorway tr- that triggers the door or that triggers the alarm. Yeah. So then you gotta be like, Oh, well, do you mind uh, opening your bag? And maybe we can pinpoint it to see what it is, you know, go from there. And they can either be like, no, if they say no, that's it. I can't take their bag from them. Oh, my God. That's so stupid. Yeah. So you went through all these motions to figure out, okay, you know, she's got something in her bag or he or she, let's just say. So we don't, (laughs) but they have something in their bag. We know that it's in there and it's their bag where they would obviously put something in it if they're trying to steal something. And that's what you're trying to detect. And yet. You can't do a damn thing about it. You can't do it. I can't. I can't make her like open the bag. I can't take the her purse from her so and then look at it like. I mean, you can you can ask her, right? You say, "Oh, do you mind if I look? I, I look through your bag by any chance? Did you have accidentally drop some socks in there? Yeah, you know, like maybe <laughs> like, maybe you fuck? forgot. Maybe you put a a shirt in your purse that you were gonna buy and you forgot. You know, you you, you have to say those things. That is you such have... a stupid thing to see. Like that even sounds dumb saying it yeah yeah <laughs> oh, no, maybe be, you put a shirt that you intended to buy in your personal bag because and you forgot to you pay cannot, for it, so let's you cannot up. be accusatory because technically they have not stolen anything if they have not walked out but they did walk out and you're calling them back right so you're are you saying that once they do walk out again after this whole confrontation ends let's say it ended there or can it go on more i mean <laughs> It can go on more if they open the, if they actually do open their bag and then you actually see oh hey look there's one of our dresses you know then uh, we call over a um, a manager and usually by this time if if I've been dealing with somebody for like more than two three minutes yeah a manager typically comes by and like starts you know I guess overseeing what I'm doing all right and usually at this point. Um, they'll take over and then I can just back off and I let them finish the interaction. I always loved when that happened. But uh, so they open their bag. They open their then, bag. There's something in there. Yeah. There's a dress in there. Then the uh, then the manager will see it like, oh, oh, hey, look at that. Um, so did you intend on uh, buying this? And you know, if they're like, you know, don't know what to say, maybe like you know, they they look embarrassed. You know, people are starting to look at them. A lot of the times the manager will give them, they'll give them the choice. 
all right, well, do you want to pay for this right now? Yeah. Or do you want to go to the back and I can call the police? And they'll be like, we'll I'll pay for it. I'll, oh, I'll so they do give them the choice. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, though. If it's a lot, they'll take them to the back and they'll call the police. But if it's just like one thing, especially if it's something small, something stupid, like underwear, socks or something like, so you want to pay for this or, you know, I can take you to the back and just call the police. And they'd be like, no, I'll pay for it. But what, or what, what if they say, oh, no, I forgot that I put that in there. I'm sorry. And then they try to return it. Is that not, not an option? Is it not like, oh, OK, well, yeah, no, we trust you. Like, yeah, go. You're free to go. Or if they're you... smooth enough. And I guess if the <laughs> if the uh, the manager is feeling passive enough. Good then, God. This whole yeah. experience sounds like it sucks, dude. Right. <laughs> this like, sounds this like... Is, look, retail would be OK. Dealing with irate customers like it, it sucks during the time, but. If you work with cool people, you can get over it. The worst part about retail is dealing with people stealing. Yeah. That makes people not want to go to work. And this is that was my experience when I worked at American Apparel. American Apparel was 10 times worse. Oh no. And I had to racially profile because 100% <laughs> of the time the people that stole were racially racialized. <laughs> what? <laughs> They were, you know, they were on that spectrum of racialness. So you knew whenever oh, anyone knew. Came, as soon as someone came yeah. in and you were never wrong. You can call me prejudice. You can call, <laughs> call me racist. Uh, well, no, if you call me racist, you'd be incorrect. But you could say that I was very prejudiced. And yes, I was. Because that prejudiced. was essentially your job was to profile. Well, well, I mean, that's uh, part uh, of your job. Like that was. Well, was, part of my job was to handle, you know. To handle loss prevention. Right. It's part of the store's job to keep theft down as much as possible because, I mean, the more losses show up when you do inventory, the worse it looks on your store. Right. Well, yeah, yeah naturally. And corporate keeps track of that shit. So then why doesn't corporate come in and put in some more security measures? Like they did. And then. But you look, okay, you can put in, you can put in cameras. You can put cameras in every nook and cranny. That believe me, that no, you does, can put a bouncer too. That helps. A we, we had we had a security guard. Did for you a while. really? Oh shit! And um, that was very good, but I think it got too expensive for the company, and you know, damn. The, yeah, that service ended, and it just got excessively worse. So, one thing you have to to realize is, as an employee, you can't do much when somebody's stealing. In, in store you have to wait until they leave and then what chase them uh, <laughs> you can you can walk out uh, although they advised against like chasing them because you know the company wouldn't be liable for anything that happened to you if they turned around and fucking punched you in the, or pulled out a gun right. or something yes. you know um, so they always advise to not go after them in that fashion or you know not be combative or not fight them you know obviously and I think a lot of the a lot of these thieves know that, and so they act accordingly. Now the thing at the thing that was popular to do at American Apparel was a group of girls would come in. They were always girls. Uh huh. Always. Okay. Well, eighty percent of the times girls, twenty percent of the times gay dudes. Yeah. Yeah. And they presented themselves as being gay. Okay. I should say that. <laughs> I don't know if they are gay, but All right, they yeah, came yeah, off yeah, yeah. gay. So yeah, 80% women, 20% dudes. And um, what they would do is they would come in, there'd be like five of them, 
And uh, this is how they would operate. This they is how would they always would operate. operate in a group. Yeah. Okay. So they would come in in a group. Are we giving people the recipe for success if they plan to rob a retail store? This, <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid of like describing this and like hearing it from your perspective and people gain the idea of like, huh, is it that easy? Can I just do it myself? But whatever. Okay, well, at, hopefully at the, at you same, guys don't do this. At, don't at don't the same do not time. Do if you work in retail, look for these signs. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good good point. Good point. Um, so and then okay, yeah. So a group comes in, they they walk around, they start you know piling clothes on, making it look like they are going to try these these clothes on. You know, so they'll, so they'll throw dress over dress over dress on their arm. You know, they're getting a big stack of clothing. And so they'll have one person that doesn't have, I guess, a lot of clothes or maybe nothing. And that person will ask an associate for a particular item so that associate has to go to the back room. Oh, okay. You know, the back of house. And so there are fewer employees on the sales floor. Right. So if they can do that, that helps that helps them. At a certain point, I guess they get all that they want. And they all, on cue, run out the door with just stacks and bundles of clothing. Really? And they just run out the door. Uh, American Apparel was not in a uh, was not in a mall, but it was actually off of a road. Yeah. A very uh, popular road. So there would be cars parked on the street. They'd have a getaway driver. So they'd all run out, get in the jump in the car, and then the car would take off. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And you could, I mean, you could call the police, but it's just like, they're not going to do anything. They're going to come like an hour later. It's like, oh, you know, they write it down. And, and then they're like, see ya. And that's it. That's it. So what, what, so they were all on cue. $800 just lost for the, for the store. Oh my God. But so you say they like on cue, like did, did they have like a, was there like a, a word that they would say or is like now or what, <laughs> what would or, they do? I mean, they could be. I know it, they were commu- they I know for a fact that they communicate with their getaway driver. So it could be as simple as simple as a getaway driver texting them all in a group chat and being like I'm here or like maybe somebody that's in the store can text everybody at the same time, you know, yeah. like like now or something like that. But what if the text didn't go through with one so so I guess and whatever. I mean if one if if one <laughs> didn't get that and they see and and she sees, you know, her group taking off and like I'm obviously they're going to they're gonna run out the run right. Out yeah, no, that makes it. I was just curious if there was ever like any audible cue, like they they. You that know. I did not hear. So okay. there, there was never a, all right, girls, now or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, there was no. nothing like that. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but that's still so terrible. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. What do you do about that? Oh my god, it made closing so bad. Mm-hmm. Everybody did not. Nobody wanted to close the store, so work the the evening hours and yeah. then lock up because a lot of the times people didn't feel safe. The clientele that we had to deal with was very ratchet. Ratchet. Yeah. So, kind of like your, I don't know, club rat kind of. That's, that's such a bad term. <laughs> club rat. Yeah. What's like, a club rat? Women whose life seem to be going to clubs every week and weekend because and they exist yeah yeah and uh so american apparel sold a lot of risque kind of clothing uh very tight very skimpy uh form-fitting 
women's apparel. So a lot of women came in to get stuff. Uh, a lot. Well, we got a lot of strippers come in to get. Oh, stuff. really? Yeah. Huh. And we got a lot of girls coming in. They needed outfits for, you know, they're going to so's and so's birthday at Club X, you know. like Right. Um, so that's why I say from what I observed, it seemed like the majority of those women that came in, that was what they did. Yeah. Because of how they spoke. But yeah, it's uh, it was terrible. Uh, I will say the best win I ever had was one night that I was closing and it was just me one sales associate and a um a guy that works in the back like, that does like the the inventory processing mm-hmm. the one sales associate that i had was on break and sh- she was hanging out in the back All right. so there was it was just me on the sales floor uh-huh. and this was like uh 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. um 8:30 something like that we still had about an hour an hour and a half until the store had closed but it was dark outside I got two women come in and they each have a kid, toddler age, so two, three, three years old. They were walking, running around the store. All right. So, you know, they're browsing around, they're acting sus, <laughs> uh, going into the corners, not looking at the clothes, but looking at me. Really? Yeah. So, and what are you doing? Staring back? Well, yeah, I, I tend to, <laughs> uh, I tend to stay back. Uh, well, when I'm in that situation, I always greet people as like, "Hey," and I approach them like, "Hey, is there anything that you're you're looking for? Maybe I can help you out." Blah blah. blah. Like, no, I'm just browsing. Whatever. It's like, okay, well, hey, my name's Brian. You know, I'll be right over here. If you need anything, you need a size. Hey, hit me up. I'll, I'll I can get whatever you want. Sure. All um, right. You know, so if they say no. I'm just browsing. It's like, all right, I'll give you some space. I'll come back in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. And if they go and they they get some clothes and they go to the back of the back corner of the store to hide behind racks, so they're out of my field of vision. Yeah. Then, and yeah, that's that's a little sus. Right. And, and they had kids though. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. And then. All right. So I, I'm suspecting these these two women. I go into our break room, and it's the break room slash office, and we actually had cameras stationed all right store yeah so i'm looking on i'm looking on the cameras where they are they're in the corner i'm looking on the cameras and sure enough like she looks up over the uh the the rack of clothes that she's behind she's looking for me she doesn't see me boom she throws several shirt uh dresses into her purse like she just goes one two three you know she's just looking around it's like, i see it i just like all right well that's it granted i'm not supposed to do this but i did this is what i did like <laughs> Uh, I just walk out and I walk up to them. I point, I point to their purse. It's like, I'm going to need those dresses that you put in your, uh, in your bag, you know, deer in headlights look, looking at me and just quiet, awkward and, uh, opens her purse and, you know, just like, you know, pulls them out. She hands them to me. It's like, all right, now it's time for you to leave. She had a, a look of annoyance, like, Ugh, oh my you know, god like, really yeah. i mean after all after being confronted and you totally called her out she fucking gave in she she looked annoyed yeah like i mean it was like oh i got caught this time and then yeah. like that's bullshit i mean shit I, and i don't know and i'm because i wasn't in your shoes but it's like you could have absolutely called the cops like that could have been her worry 
And it seems like she was even unfazed by that. But see, I, I couldn't have called the cops. You couldn't have? No. She hasn't technically stolen because she hasn't walked out of the store. What am I gonna call the cops? Hey, I just saw I just saw these uh I just saw That's, like these girls like throw shit in their bag. There's no they're attempted gonna, robbery be, thing? No. If I had called HPD and said, like, hey, I got a group of girls in here that just like put some of my clothes into their into their bags, so they're gonna be like, What the fuck you want us to do? So you like, would have we're, we're not gonna come over there for that. So if you want if you actually HPD are dicks, dude, they're fucking rude. But is it if, if you wanted the police to be involved, you would have had to physically wait for them to get out. Yes. Like they had to physically walk out of the store. Now I could have called and lied to the police and said Yeah, you know, these group of women like just walked out with clothes. No, and, but that makes things worse because yeah. yeah. So yeah. She like yeah, she looked like oh I I inconvenienced her because he, <laughs> she got caught fucking that's stealing. That's so fucked, though. Like, really? Like With kids. With kids. Yeah. Fucking shameful. And I didn't say anything else to them. I just, like, I, I pointed them out the door. Like, now it's time for you to go. I walked with them as they went up to the, the front of the store. And, and they left. They didn't, they didn't say anything. They didn't throw a fit. They just knew they got caught. And they're like, oh, didn't do it this time. <laughs> I'll get you next time. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, that's so weird. Now, uh, man, that's crazy. But that was, that was a good win. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, that, that's actually pretty, pretty, pretty awesome that you would do that. You know, you said you weren't supposed to I do that. I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. I'm not, but that seems that. like the right thing to do, but I could see why it's not a thing you're supposed to do because not all sales associates or anybody, any employee would want to do that. Right. Well, at this point in me working in retail when i worked at american apparel at this time i was a what's called a key holder mm -hmm. which is just like a lesser title for floor manager uh-huh so yeah that was that was my duty i had the, the the manager duties for the time being i wasn't the store manager but i was essentially the manager on duty like i would close the store i would lock it up i would set the uh the alarm and stuff i'd make sure the safe was or I make sure the the cash register was square, you know, every all the money was accounted for, and uh, stowed away in our safe and stuff like that. But uh, so at that time, I was very used to dealing with uh, irate and confrontational customers, and I kind of just I stopped caring. Yeah. And uh, but like, that took time. I mean, it you, took you, time. Yeah. You, you had to have dealt with all the experiences prior to that one for you to get to that point to begin with, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't think it, as you said, you weren't supposed to, in quotes, do that because it's not expected that, you know, a, a new employee, for instance, that wouldn't be part of their training. It's like, oh, by the way, if you see this happen, you need to do this. And it's like, well, shit, no, I don't want to do that. Like, that's too confrontational. Back to the whole people not wanting to be confrontational. It's just crazy. Like, it's crazy that, like, customers would exploit that. I mean, I guess it's not that crazy because if you can, if there's an opportunity, then people might take it. But I'm just curious if, if, if that's something that has changed over time or if that's been like a common human trait of ours. Theft? I mean, not just theft because I'm, I, you know, theft is shit all the way in the Bible, right? Yeah. So that's, that has always happened, but. I guess this courtesy as societies were built up, you know, and I'm thinking maybe in the last 200 years or something um, as 
towns and cities grow and we, you know, have more established agencies and governments and all that shit, you know, police, whatever, all that. Right. Was there a time before this that it was actually better? Like, I don't know. I'm thinking of like the quaint lifestyle of like the fifties and sixties. Like, but then again, you had mobsters and yeah, I don't know. Like, but, but just generally like in the, in, in the spectrum of, just general society and general consumers going to stores. Well, I think in general, crime is much lower today than it was in like the 50s. Right. Um, is that because of the mafia or the mobsters and all that shit? Oh, yeah, or, maybe. <laughs> where they uh, have like drive-by shootings and just like... But oh, also shit. like back at, you know, back then... Bank the, robberies. The, the quality of life was nowhere near as flourishing as, as it is now, right? So... Yeah, or I don't know, was it? I mean, probably not as flourishing, but from their perspective, yes or no. Yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I think in general, it is a true statement to say that crime uh, today is much lower than it was, let's say, 40 years ago. Okay. But yeah, so fuck, those are my stories from in retail and man, a lot of bad, a lot of bad stories. I have, I have many more and uh some that that use language that I can't say. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I can at least say when it came to American Apparel, management and corporate always had my back. Because Oh yeah. Yeah, whenever uh we have like a, a really bad customer situation, you know, like ah, give me your fucking customer service number and your name, you know, like <laughs> all right. Here's the number, here's my name. There you go. Fuck off. I didn't say that. I internalized it, but right. Uh, yeah, you give them a number. Give them my name. You know, oh, have a good day. And then at the end of the day, I would send an email to corporate detailing the situation and saying, "Hey, at this time, this lady came in. She said her name was this." Yeah, yeah. So um, you're you're like preemptively letting yeah. your your okay, yeah, letting corporate know. It's like you might hear from this, and this is what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. When I was uh, first starting at American Apparel and I was I first became a key holder, I encountered a situation which uh, two customers verbally berated me for like 30 minutes. Damn. Yeah. And like I was very, I guess, new in that position and I, I hadn't built up that that thick skin and that uh, that confrontational demeanor that I, you know, I had years later. So I didn't really know how to handle it. And at the time, I was the only, again, the key holder synonymous with like manager on duty. I mm-hmm. was the only manager on duty at that time. And uh, there was nobody that could, there was nobody with more experience there that could step in and handle the situation. All right. And uh, I just didn't know what to really do at the time. But yeah, I was, I, this lady got mad because I wouldn't take back a skirt that she had bought because. It smelled. <laughs> it smelled like urine. Oh no! And I told her this, and she got super offended, super mad. I mean, nobody wants to hear that, right? Uh, but like, it smells. I can't take this back. I can't take this and put it on the on the on the racks and try to sell it. Like, no, right. I can't do it. So, like, she was mad. She was with their friend, and uh, yeah, they they stayed in store. And verbally berated me, like like calling me names and 
you know, just saying mean things as, as I was ringing up customers and the customers were like, you know, talking shit to these women, you know, it's like, oh, like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, <laughs> you know, you guys have been in here like for 10 minutes. I've been here for 10 minutes and you've, you've been like, uh, harassing this guy. Why don't y'all leave? Like the, I had the customers sticking up for me, man. That's crazy. I but just... yeah, the uh, corporate ended up banning them for life. They got banned. They got banned from the store. And how 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 effective of an, or how how can that be enforced? Um. Well, if they ever came back into the store, then we could we could just say like, "You guys aren't allowed here. You need to leave now, or we're gonna call the police." If they don't leave, we call the police. Because you're trespassing. You're trespassing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's easier than the other like non-confrontational methods that you had to deal with before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But damn, that's just. Ugh. But still, it it just seems so outrageous. Like, has this always been a thing, you know, or not? Or if it has, has it gotten worse? I guess that that's the thing that I'm curious about. I mean, again, not we don't have to go all the way back to the 50s, but are do people just feel more entitled now than they did before? Or so I don't know. Like, why are people behaving this way? Why do we have Karens in the world now? Why, why you know, like why why does this why is this such a thing and, and it's or becoming such a more common thing? But remember, it could it could it could be the same as it's as it's been. It, we just it, didn't know. We just didn't know, right? Yeah. So I mean, think back in like 2000, 2009, 2010, We had we still had flip phones, right? Or, you, or I guess that's when the touch like iPhone came out shortly before. Say like, say, say phones, early two thousands. Yeah, phones still existed, but no video. You know, you know for a fact there were still people acting a fool in like yeah. fucking stores, but not everybody had a freaking video camera just conveniently in their pocket that they can pull out in a split second. Yeah, yeah. So, are you saying like this very well could have just been happening all along, and yeah. we just didn't know about it? Now we're just seeing more reports of it. That's why it feels a lot more. Well, plus think about the incentives behind getting the footage of these altercations or these interactions or these situations in which, you know, somebody's having a meltdown, there's incentive to do it because those videos go viral. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's true. So if you pull out your phone, you get a, you get some like Karen melting down in a store and you throw that on the gram and, you know, it gets passed around or on TikTok and it gets passed around. Maybe you get a little bit of money from that. Oh, hey, so no, it just made me think like when you were doing this, like when you were working, what was that, 2009 through 15, right? Yeah. Is that what you said? Did anyone ever pull out a phone and try to record any interaction that you went through? No. No. So now they're doing it more often. Yeah. Do you think that is going to deter that type of behavior? Because now that we all know what a Karen is or, you know, that these things exist, maybe Jeez, that, you would that, think so, right? You would think. You it know? doesn't seem like it, though. Yeah, no, I don't. Because, like, I still see the United States is a big place. Right. Lots of people. 300 mil plus. Yes. With so many different types of communities and yeah. cities, towns, whatever, all that. Yes. So is it happening often? Not really when you consider how big our country is and how many people actually live in this fucking, you know, live in, in this country. Um, because I was going to say, I still occasionally see the Karen meltdown or racist lady goes off in a Best Buy or, you know, some shit like that. You know, you see those videos make the rounds of uh, YouTube, TikTok and uh, Instagram. I don't have TikTok, but TikTok 
videos tend they'll to copy come. Them over. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. They'll port them over to, to Instagram. I still see those videos. They go viral, presumably. But one, you know, one incident that goes viral in a week in a society of 300 mil plus. Yeah. You know, maybe it is dwindling a bit because people know that I need to fucking tone it down because people are recording me right now. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's what I'm wondering. But at the same time, we're also in a weird situation right now where there's not as much or we've gone through where there wasn't a lot of retail interaction. You know, our current time that we live in today. Right. So I'm sure that definitely has an effect as well. But it's funny because we've been seeing or at least I have personally have been seeing this for the last like year, year and a half while everything's locked down like karen's come out to play what the fuck like <laughs> i don't get it why why are these situations well, th- happening okay right? the, ca- the karen character really came into fruition <laughs> because of like the whole mask ordeal right oh my god oh wow so it was yeah you're right because of the mask was it really the mask that was the first thing that that's where karen like, the first thing the first karen thing, no. was born for the okay the first thing no but I, I feel like the mask really really pushed the the karen character into like it really cemented the <laughs> it defined the, the qualities, who karen is the qualities yeah yeah okay and I, I i think you know just if you can find any any like white lady that's kind of losing her shit and then like if i don't know she utters the 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 dreaded n-word um you know, it's like boom, you hit the jackpot. This is going viral for sure. Like, <laughs> Let everybody pull out their phones. Let's yeah. get this. Oh man. Well, I mean, that's crazy. That's that's, and it's really interesting, but really curious. I hope people how... tone. Yeah, people need to tone tone themselves down. I mean, it would be nice, right? Like if we were just all courteous to each other. I mean, that's how I was raised. Like you know, earlier when I started talking about how I opened up a Yelp account because of a bad experience. Like generally. If I have a bad experience or a shitty experience, my instinct or reaction to that is fuck that. I'm never coming back again. Like that's, yeah, that's going to be my basic go-to. Uh, if I'm with a group of friends and they suggest let's go there, I say, no, I would not like to go there at all. And, <laughs> yeah. and if they, everyone decides, yes, let's go. Then I'm be like, fuck this. I'm going to be really wary about what I'm going to do. Or, or I'm going next here. door to McDonald's or something. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not going to ditch my friends either. Well, maybe, you know, it's like, fuck it. You know what? Y'all do that. I'll meet y'all later. <laughs> maybe. But I, I, I wouldn't normally do what I said that I did earlier, which is like leave a bad review. I, In my mind, I would just think that most people should be that way. Just accept and and try to understand the perspective of the service that you're getting from the other person, which in my defense there were like three people there, workers and a cook, I'm sure. And I was the only fucking person. So anyways, besides that, <laughs> besides that, and they were all at the bar, like talking to each other. Fuck them. All right. So besides that, though, besides, <laughs> besides that, I would just think, OK, you know, you have a shitty experience. Try to understand it from their perspective. Like if you see that they're busy, because this is where I feel like most of the things are going to happen. It's like and uh, just kind of going back to the restaurant business or industry is if the restaurant's busy and it's taking, you know, an extra few minutes for the waiter to or waitress to come by to your table, observe around you and notice that it's kind of busy. Like, and don't be that asshole who's like, oh, we've been sitting here for 10 minutes and, you know, we still haven't gotten our orders taken. It's like, I, I get it. Like, yeah, it is an inconvenience. But at the same time, I try to still look at it and like, 
I could see that they're all hustling. I don't see that anyone is just sitting there fooling around. At that point, I think it would be appropriate. It's like, hey, you know, how about you help me out? I see that you're not doing shit like and you're just like on your phone over there on the side. You know, like, I, I don't know. And don't be those people. Don't be. Yeah, don't yeah. don't be. The, don't be those people. Everybody and needs to have a little bit more patience. And yes, Everyone be. just chill out and understand that everyone is, else is is a human being, and a lot We're of the doing people, our best out here. <laughs> the people who are working these jobs, maybe they don't necessarily want to be there forever either. But you know, try to think that they are doing the best that they can. I don't know. You know what? I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Just try to make everybody feel like be a little bit more courteous towards each other. You know, let so let's not be those shitty people. And again. don't you miss people? You've been locked away in your dungeon exactly. in your home. Like, go out, say hi to people on the on the street. Look them in the eye when you speak to them. Yeah, there's life out here. People are nice, just like the the nurse that I had when I had took my physical. She was such a she was such a great person. The nurse you had a you 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 had a three three in a row yeah. fucking home run right there. Yeah. Like that shit was good. Yeah, that's what we need more of. And yes. All right, so... All right, we got a few things for Binger Cringe. Okay, so here we go. We go Binger Cringe time, right? Binger Cringe. Let's do it. It's our right. new segment. If you haven't heard it, go back an episode or two. I think we've got, we got them out there. All right. Um. So item number one, grilled cheese supreme. Grilled cheese supreme. I'm going to instantly binge it, but I'm going to ask after... What is a grilled cheese supreme? <laughs> so a grilled cheese supreme is my take on a grilled cheese. Okay. And what is your take on a grilled cheese? Because uh, I've been making some grilled. Well, I've been making like egg cheese sandwiches, which is kind of like a grilled cheese with an egg in there because it's just breakfast time. But what's your grilled cheese supreme? Well, just uh, s- simply put, definitely binge grilled cheeses. Sure. Yes. Love grilled cheeses. It could be as simple as a craft slice yeah. Pack, you know, packaged cheese and, and uh, some white bread, you know, toasted, of course, melted. I love it. Wait, do you toast the bread and then? I toast the, the bread, che- then I put the cheese, and then I put the, the toasted bread and cheese in the microwave for a little bit, and then I go at it. Oh, like you don't throw it on, on, on a pan or anything and actually like the sandwich itself and just have that? As a kid, that's how I made my grilled cheese. My okay. gr- now, my grilled cheese supreme is much more involved. All right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, what's a grilled cheese supreme? Grilled cheese supreme. First and foremost, you got to use sourdough bread. Oh, all right. Sourdough bread. And you're going to want to put a layer of pesto. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. And then? And then I use three different kinds of cheeses. I use a nice creamy brie cheese. Uh, Again, another creamy Havarti cheese. Okay. And it's a specific cheese. I don't know what kind of cheese it is, but it goes by the name Fromage de Herb. So it's like a what it's like fuck? a garlic and herb encrusted <laughs> creamy cheese. So I, I use that as well. Should you be doing any of this? Me as a lactose intolerant <laughs> person? No, I shouldn't be doing okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so splurging, splurging, but uh, this sounds really interesting. Hell yeah. And uh, I will slice some tomatoes all right so i'll put that and i'll incorporate that with the sandwich or if you don't like tomatoes i can do spinach or if you don't like spinach we can just do the cheese so just the cheese though cheese and pesto like i mean it it tastes way better when you put the slice of tomato in it okay um 
Oh, or, I mean, all, already this sounds pretty fucking amazing. It sounds like some... the spinach is a great addition as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I uh I will either put butter or mayo on the top and bottom of of the sourdough bread, and then I'll throw that on the cast iron skillet. And uh, yes, okay, and then, that's yeah. I'll, I'll grill it and I'll melt that cheese. Nice. Okay. And that is my grilled cheese supreme. So that's what I was saying about earlier about like yeah, throwing it on 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 a skillet or something, right? Like to grill it. That's instead of but. No, no, that's good. Well, that sounds really amazing, but I'll admit that I think two of those cheeses, I'm not even sure that I've ever, well, I've heard of them, but <laughs> like, I don't even know what they taste like. It's like, I, what was the first one? It was like brie. Uh, a brie. A brie. So that's the one that they come in those little red, like, don't they have like mini brie snacks like that they come in a little red circle that you can, oh, is uh, that brie? Or it, am I thinking could, of something else? It could be the brie that I get. It comes in like a little triangle, uh, like a, a triangle that they would package individually. So, so it's like a a triangle from a wheel of cheese. It's, yeah. Can you buy it individually in those uh, in those red little rubber containers? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. That, that, I don't know if that's brie. Okay. But um. Well, because if it's not, then I don't know at all what brie is. But I think I've I've had it. But the other two, Havarti and whatever the fuck else you said. I don't know what those I, I've heard of Havarti, but I can't tell you what I know. Like, I don't know what that tastes like. So I, I'm good. sure I've had it. I also experimented with a fourth cheese called raclette. Uh, raclette cheese. Another unknown in my book, but I'm so willing to do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How the fuck are you fucking with all these cheeses when you're not supposed to? I had. OK, <laughs> so I I've told myself that I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> Okay. But I, I will make it. I will make it for anybody. I'll make it. I'll, yeah, I'll make it for anybody if they ask me to do it. And I, and I have the materials. Or if I don't have the materials, I'll plan to get the materials and then I'll do it because it's really fun to make. And I want to I want to get better at it and I want to streamline the process. But um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, the last time that I had it, it was a it hurt the next morning. So, oh, no. I had to, uh, yeah, I had the price to, you pay. But yeah. at least, yeah, no, oh, whatever. You pick your battles when you're lactose intolerant, and then you go all out at them. I mean, that's what. Yeah, that sounds sounds like the right way to do it. Yeah. So, so um, I'll binge grilled it. cheese supreme, binge, binge, binge for sure. Number two, binge or cringe, and this is for all the Houston folk listening right now. Rain slash humidity. Ooh. Well. <laughs> Which one though, rain or humidity? Because <laughs> rain, humidity comes with the rain. <laughs> shit, I know, I know, but but if the rain doesn't come, then you're stuck with the humidity, which also which sucks balls. So cringe that shit. <laughs> but rain could be good because it cools out. You know, we have hot days here in the summer over here in the south coastal city of texas houston deep, that we're in the deep south in the in the, in the south but um i don't want to binge rain either because too much rain is like no nah, i don't like that i'm just gonna go ahead and cringe the whole thing fucking cringe yeah um i'll definitely cringe humidity if you have long if you have longer hair it's terrible for your hair it's it's, it's annoying if you have a human body it's just terrible it's annoying <laughs> when you go out and you get to your car and you're already moist you're already yeah moist you're damp and like condensating <laughs> damp yeah <laughs> it's terrible it's like you were just inside you know you you'd be fresh and showered whatever and the moment you stay in your car it's like all right i feel it sucks yeah you could have your ac on like the 
the third highest setting and you're just going to get to work and your back's still going to be a little absolutely damp yeah <laughs> so yeah cringe that yeah cringe humidity uh i like the rain because it's good for the plants that we keep on our uh, on our balcony right yeah um However, I will say yesterday I was on my motorcycle and I got caught in the rain and that fucking sucked. So uh, just because of that incident, I'm going to cringe rain as well. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll cringe both with you as well. But if you're a farmer, I can imagine you would want to binge some rain. Yeah. 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 And and like I said earlier, the rain's good because it cools. De- like it doesn't. We don't have as hot days when it's raining. Yes. So. That's the benefit of it. But if it's raining too much, like, no, fuck that. I don't want to. That's why I don't want to binge rain because, <laughs> like, yeah. fuck rain all the time. Because when you binge rain, you get Harvey. And, like, <laughs> that's, no, yeah. So I'll cringe on on all of the above for this one. All right. All right. So last one. And um, let's go controversial. Uh-oh. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. I'll binge that shit. Binge it. No, 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 no. We can't. We cannot binge cancel culture. Cancel culture is not good culture. Yes. If well, there is any yeah. culture at all to be had here. There is American culture. We I have know, culture. I know, I know. And I'm going to, I will redeem myself right now and say like, after having heard what we talked about that I thought about a lot, but yes, I agree. There are some things. And so we'll, I'll just leave it at that. But cancel culture, back to cancel culture. No, man, we got to cringe that. Because that's actually not... the the things that people get canceled for are for cringy things to be upset that, you know, somebody's as simple as I don't know, they don't believe in gay marriage and you want to like get so riled up and up in arms about it. That's kind of cringy at this point. Wait, say so if you're against gay marriage. So somebody that's against gay marriage because, you know, I don't know, religious ideologies whatever you know and to to be a person that is so upset over that person and get so riled up and up in arms because they are against gay marriage like just to act in that demeanor towards a person with an opinion of you right at at this point that's cringy exactly and that's the cancel that's cancel culture though right that's the person getting riled up on the, the other person's Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's the person getting riled up on the other person's opinion and essentially trying to publicly shame them, right? And get them canceled. That's, yeah, that is all cringe. Unless it's something that I don't agree with. Because if it's something I don't agree with, then no, fuck it, cancel them. Oh, of course. Yeah, Yeah. see? (laughs) See, see, see how this all works? (laughs) But I saw saw a picture on Instagram. You know, some acquaintance of mine posted a, a picture of a uh, some guy in, Lap- in the Laporte area that was standing on the corner of an intersection with one of those one of those signs that's like uh, God hates gays or you know something like that. Yeah, I don't think it said exactly that, but something along those lines. You know, something very mean and religious sure. towards gay people. And um, standing next to him were two were two other people with signs that said, fuck this guy. Uh-huh. And uh, they held the sign next to the guy, and then they were flicking him off at the same time and just kind of, like, smiling and, like, dancing. Okay. And I thought to myself, you know, fuck both of them. Right. Fuck both of those people. <laughs> yeah. Leave people alone. 
the guys like the guys are douchebag, but in a religious sense, you guys are douchebag because you're just cringy. Well, yeah. There's no yeah, there's no winner in in any of that right now. <laughs> but it's just like leave, leave, leave him alone. You are being just as intolerant for for this guy's intolerance. It's an intolerant view, but if, you know, if you have a religious view on something, to a certain degree you got to respect that. Just leave the asshole yeah. out there with this sign. Nobody's so, going to nobody's going to join him and be like, "Yeah, I'm down with this shit." Or maybe people will. So what if you did something like completely outrageous that sounds that, that that would be just, you know, way off and fuck, I'm trying to think of. But like if you said something like God is a Nazi or something like that sounds so outrageous that you wouldn't even bother trying to like fuck with that person. It's like, OK, that person must be crazy. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> God is a Nazi. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. I'm trying. So. At what point, and fuck, well, I feel like we're opening up a whole new discussion. I don't think we have that kind of time. But at what point do you just say, like, do you let it go? Or, okay, so, because for the first, your, the example you said, God hates gays. Well, what if those two people were gay and were thus offended by it and then reacted to it by doing just as cringy of a thing, saying, fuck this guy, like, you know, and having a sign pointed to him. Whereas if you say God is a Nazi, nobody's going to be like, overly angry well maybe you mean like a religious person like will come out and with a sign like hey fuck this guy (laughs) no yeah yeah like well definitely well i can't say definitely but no one's gonna do that because it's so outrageous yeah that it's like well this guy is just way out there leave him alone because there's no there's no sense in trying to (laughs) no i I talk reason i get that and the guy with the sign god hates gays if that's what it said like i said i don't remember exactly what it said but if you know if that's what it said at this point in time, that's outrageous. Those people that's are That's true. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, it's you know, like, well, why even fucking get, you know? Right, but there will still be those individuals that that have to that have to, I guess, respond with something. Respond or like you just know there's there might be a third person out there like you know Instagram live or TikToking them, you know, just to. Just to get that optic, and I could be wrong. This is me speculating, but just I just want to say fuck both, both of them. All right, fuck both of them. So back to our binge or cringe. We cr- cringe, cringing, cancel, cancel culture. culture. Now the question is: Should that guy who was holding the sign, or the other two, the one who said God hates gays, or the other two who had fuck this guy, should their employers be allowed to? fire Ooh. them for Damn. whatever stance that they took. I mean, that's essentially the cancel culture, right? It's like, oh, you did this? Well, you cannot work for this company anymore. So fuck that, right? It would be dependent on the size of their social media following. Why? Uh because if That's unfair. Okay, if you if you have if you have a if you have an employee with no social media that's just going around and uh, but you got got on somebody else's viral video who oh, has yeah, 10 that's million true, that's followers. True, that's true. That's true. Yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden you're just you're you're the subject matter of a video and now you're going to get exposed and and then shit happens you get fired for your job because that video that somebody else shot of you acting a fool 
That's, went viral. That's so fucked. Oh my god. Uh, Even more so, where I cringe cancel culture at this point now. So at this point, like, would you say, okay, so you're you're the owner? I know we have to wrap this up. Uh, you're the owner of like a McDonald's, and one of your employees just goes on like some some crazy anti-Semitic rant. You know, just like, what would you say, like? Yo, hey, dude, hey, don't do that. Don't do that during work hours. Like, like, hey, you're this. This is a free country. You can have your views, but while you're here in America, I mean, like here in here way. in McDonald's, you serve Jews. Like, if they want that shit, I mean, McDonald's is not kosher, but like, <laughs> not- <laughs> well, so if you see a Jew, oh you get, you need to serve him. Yeah, you know, like when you clock out, you go and do whatever you do that. If you hate Jews, you do that outside of I have nothing McDonald's. to do with that. Like yeah. this, this this is a formal relationship and that part of your human behavior is not a part of this this contractual, you know, employment that you Yeah, well that's that's what it should be, right? But no, while you're at work, don't bring up any buck shit. You're here to do work. You're here to do work. Just yeah. do work. I don't care about your political views. I don't care about your anti-Semitic views. Like, just do your job and go home and be yourself. Or don't go home. Go, like, rage at a rave or something and, like, you know, be part of some... Yeah, do you, you know? Some blood sacrifices where no human. But don't tell me about it. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. You go ahead and do whatever the hell you want to do. But we don't, we don't have to know about that <laughs> but but know. even if i do know about that it should not affect your employment with don't us. show up don't show up to work with blood on your cloak or you know like your mcdonald's yeah uniform like just don't sacrifice staying on work hours we're good all right all right i think i think i think we beat that that horse pretty okay. dead all i right. think Actually, I think there's actually a lot more that we could expand on, but I think we should leave. It Generally like that. speaking, <laughs> cancel culture is a straight up cringe, a, um, unless it's a troll, in which it can be funny, but whatever. If it's a troll, <laughs> yeah. What do you? What? How? And now we have to know. Like, there's been. Uh, God damn it, we need to stop this. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. This is. We can we can hash this out at a different discussion, but for now, I think. Uh, We'll that table is a good. It. We'll table it. Yeah, we'll table it. But either way, good binge or cringe. I liked it. Everybody, try out the grilled cheese supreme. I can't make it for everybody, but you can use your imagination with the ingredients that I provided. Yeah, you basically gave the instructions pretty straightforward. So Very now good. it's out in the world. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, with that, I know we went a little overboard today, but I uh, hope you enjoy the conversations today. Uh, and... Uh, Hey, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So signing off, this is Mark the Bear. This is Ryan the Raccoon. And we'll talk to you next time. We're out.